Welcome back to another episode of Talking Titles. This week, the guys are discussing the NBA playoffs, round one, and their thoughts about who advances, as well as some commentary on the play-in games, the state of the NBA, and Rudy Gobert's shenanigans. They move on to discuss the MLB action going on throughout the league, as well as their favorite teams, some NFL news, and a special treat, a draft of their top five favorite foods at ballparks. As always, we hope you enjoy this week, and we hope to see you next week. Welcome back to another episode of Talking Titles. Uh, I'm Noah. And I'm Jason. Off the bat, I just want to say thank you, sir, for uh, staying up a little later to get this week's episode uh, done, so that the the folks don't go without too much content. Oh yeah, man, we need to get we need to get some of this uh, some of this content out. You know what I mean? It's all right. We we'll get this uh, figured out, and then we'll get back to the regular scheduled program. But I'm excited to talk sports. So, oh yes, sir. Uh, I think right off the bat, we have to address uh, the elephant in the sports world, which is. The NBA playoffs. I mean, the the play-in games have have uh, rocked and rolled. Uh, there's there's still a, a, a couple a couple to go, but they uh, the the games so far the play-in games have been fun. Yeah, yeah, especially yesterday's games, man. Both games man. were very competitive. Um, I mean that uh, <clears throat> that comeback from the Bulls last night was pretty sick. They were down like nineteen. I uh, I remember when the half it was going in the halftime and Fred Van Fleet like hit like a half court three point shot and I was like oh dude I'm probably just gonna turn this off went downstairs right. made me a bite to eat grabbed me a brew and I was like all right I'll give it a shot see what happens turned out to be great happy I didn't turn it off great 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 game that yeah. game went off for like forty it's it's really it's it's really crazy um, that that they had this comeback one of my favorite things. And I, I thought about putting it as my goal, but I, it's not my team, so I didn't care for it as much as as the other thing I'll put as my goal later on. But did you see uh, DeMar DeRozan's daughter? Oh, dude, I heard her. I heard <laughs> her. Like, during the game, all you heard was a scream. Like, every time they were shooting free throws, I was like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, that was one of my favorite reports. If you don't know what we're talking about, uh, DeMar DeRozan's daughter sat kind of right behind uh, one of the uh, the baskets. And every time someone would shoot a free throw on the opposing team, she would just blood-curdlingly scream. And it was the funniest thing ever. And it, it was just it was a highlight for me because I don't think I've seen that before. Yeah, I mean, and because you know they were in Toronto too. Right. So they're trying to be quiet as hell for their free throw shooters. And all you'd hear is just like a – it sounded like, like she was getting murdered. Like how – like it was just a one that was like a scream you hear in a horror movie. Like it was just like, ah! It was like, what the hell? Like, what is that? I didn't, and then halfway through the game they showed her the Mars daughter and they were like, that, that's who's screaming every time. Because you heard it every foul shot. It was pretty crazy. Right. It's funny. Damar uh, said, he, said he owes his daughter some money for that. Right. In his post press conference, I thought that was pretty funny. No, it was it was funny, and I think I think I think he, she should get some bread for that. <laughs> yeah, I think I think he's a he's a multi millionaire. He can spare a few change, a few bucks. Yeah. Um. So as far as the first play in games go, um, the uh, the Thunder and the Timberwolves played. Thunder lost. Uh, and that was uh, the Lakers and Timberwolves. Yeah. 
They're they're playing. I'm saying Lakers and Timberwolves play. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm actually really intrigued by th- the Thunder man. Yeah, yeah, and I'll get to that in a second. But the the first game I wanted to talk about is the uh, the Timberwolves and the Lakers. Um, Lakers took care of business, but in overtime. And I, I don't know if you saw the the end of the regulation, but uh, it was a pretty bonehead play by Anthony Davis. Yeah, yeah, no, I I do I have a few. I have a few Lakers fans on my uh, timeline, and they were crushing them. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, to, to set the, the record for anyone who didn't watch the game or only looked at the final score, uh, Lakers are – they're up three with, like, point, like with like 1.7. And so all you have to do is just – honestly, nothing. You If they score, okay. I mean, obviously you want to play defense and not let them score, but, like, just put your hands up. Don't touch them. Don't do anything. Don't even make contact. Just put your hands up. And he yeah. fouls in the corner, and then Mike Conley goes and hits all all his free throws. Now, obviously, Lakers go on to win that game, but I just I just thought that was that was boneheaded, especially when it's kind of win or go home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean they would have had a second chance, but who if you can lock up that, uh, you know what I mean? Like just be done and have yeah. a few extra days off because you know all the playoff, the actual playoff teams are getting like a week off, and you guys have to play, so. Yeah. definitely want them extra days. So that game meant a lot, I think. Um, but to top off that uh, Lakers uh, Timberwolves, that um, that pass by LeBron, the Dennis Schroeder in the corner, <laughs> and uh, Dennis Schroeder just sitting there looking at the Timberwolves bench. That was pretty cold. I'm not a LeBron LeBron fan or a Laker fan, but that was cold as a motherfucker. Dennis Schroeder, uh, I think hitting that shot. Obviously, he's got to do a lot more in the playoffs. Continuing. Um, but Dennis Schroeder hitting that shot was kind of looking at the NBA world. Like I was worth the money that I, I turned down. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he did that. He did that shit to himself, man. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. I mean, he really fumbled that bag. That's crazy. Yeah, no, he did. Um, switching up, uh, switching up to the, um, the, the, the crazy game of, of last night, uh, Pelicans and Thunder, the Thunder, the 10 seed, and uh, now they've 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 advanced to Friday to play the Wolves. Talk about that game for a minute. Uh, the, the Thunder game, the Thunder and uh, the Pelicans last night. Man, it was going back and forth, back and forth like the whole game. <clears throat> uh, and before half hit, uh, uh, SGA yeah. was not doing anything. Nothing. And it was like, oh man! And then the Thunder is kind of still keeping up, so it's like. In the back of my head, I wanted the Thunder to win. I like seeing the new faces in the playoffs and all that, and uh, I wanted to see this. I want to see this young Thunder team make it. And I'm like, ah, if SGA doesn't do nothing in the second half, it's probably done. And what does that man do? Turns up in the second half. He had like six points in the first half, and he ended up dropping over thirty. Um, now he's a dog. And then uh, Giddy had thirty points. Um, uh, on top of ten assists. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. nine rebounds. Um, he almost had a triple double. <laughs> and shout, shout out to Lou Dort. That boy uh, kept them afloat in the first half. For he sure did when everybody was uh, finding their rhythm. But that ending was pretty spectacular. Yeah, uh, with uh, Brandon Ingram, that that crazy three pointer where you're like, "Oh, this is over. This is probably over now." And then he hits that three pointer. He almost gets fouled to go to the line to win the game or tie yeah. the game, I should say. Um, Ingram Ingram had thirty. Yeah, no, I love Brandon Ingram. If uh, if Zion was mentally ready, I don't even understand that. 
you're you're fighting for a playoff spot. I mean, that just shows how much you care about your team, I think. But yeah, uh, that's another talk for another day. But no, that was an awesome game. I really want to see the Thunder win though tomorrow. Yeah. Um, uh, switching over to uh, to the the preview of, of of the games coming up, um, you got uh, the Heat and the Bulls um, fighting for that eighth spot to play the Bucks, and you got the Thunder and the Timberwolves again fighting for that eighth seed. What are we? What are, What are you seeing out of both those games? What are you looking for? Uh, I mean, I was really looking forward to the the Heat beating the Hawks in the first place. Uh, and yeah. having the Celtics have to go through a veteran bunch. Because um, we'll get to the playoff uh, outlook after, in a bit here. But uh, that matchup should be good. I, I think the Heat should the, – the I'm, I'm, when I seen the Heat lose the first game, I was very surprised. So, yeah. I expect the Heat to take care of business. They'll be at home. Uh, I mean – I mean, unless you get a spectacular performance out of Zach, uh, Zach Levine or DeMar DeRozan, I don't see the, the Heat uh, losing this game because Vucevic can't, cannot stop a nosebleed in the, in the painted area. Mm-mm-mm. And he cannot play defense at all. No. And I think Bam will uh, lock him up on the offensive side. So you'll have, to get a, you'll have to get a crazy game out of DeMar or Zach again against a at-home Heat team that probably will shoot better at home. Which they, I think so. So I do think the Heat will uh, prevail. Okay. okay. What do you think? What do you think? Um, you like, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I like I. The Bulls don't really have a bench. The Heat have a bench, and I think that's the story of yeah. the game. Um, the Bulls also don't really have a point guard. Um, they kind of point guard by committee. I mean, they've got you know, um, Caruso and Kobe White, but those guys are just kind of scores. Even Pat then. Bev's seen a lot of minutes too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Pat Bev again, he's kind of he, he's a he's not really a point guard point guard. He's like your yeah. defender lockdown. But even he's not going to get you thirty a game. He's not. He's going to yeah. barely get you barely get you twenty if he scores at all. Um, so I don't know. I, I really like I really like the Heat. I was shocked that the Heat lost to the Hawks. Um, and I think they'll the bunch of veteran guys are going to be like ah we're going to shake that off. And I think I think not only will they beat the Bulls, but I think they handle the Bulls. I wouldn't be surprised either. I wouldn't be surprised either. Yeah. Um. What about uh? What about the Timberwolves and OKC? I, I dude. I mean, <clears throat> just to get off topic for not even off topic, but Rudy Gobert's a clown. <laughs> yeah. For punching his teammate. Yeah. That. Uh, and cute. being suspended by the team against the Lakers. Uh, yeah. But. Well, we can get into that. Uh, that that'll uh, that'll probably be talked about later in the show. On for my which as close, which as close as that game was definitely right. uh, definitely hurt their chances of beating the Lakers right there. Right, and I mean, like, it's just like these self. It's it's so selfish. Like, what are you doing? You're fighting for a playoff spot. You're go, you're about to go into the playoffs. Yeah, like Rudy Gobert, soft as Charmin. I swear, <laughs> I, I I do not like that guy at all. He's overpaid. I don't know how they got so many first round picks for him, but back to back to the matchup. Um, so the matchup between the Thunder and Timberwolves, I think that should should be fun. For I have a feeling that the Timberwolves are probably going to win because they will get Go Bear back, and uh, as lo- as long as as long as Anthony Edwards um and uh, Carl Anthony Towns put in the work, I think they'll be fine. Um, I mean, OKC, OKC really doesn't have the bigs to bang with those guys. 
No, no. I mean, Jonas Valanciunas made them look like like kids. And right. I would say Gobert and and uh, Carl Anthony Towns are way more talented than Jonas Valanciunas. So it, it, I think it, I think it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be like uh, seeing like the monsters versus just kids. <laughs> so I would agree with that. I, I but I hope the Thunder win. I love the story, and I love that. I don't know. I just love that young crew. I I think Chet with them next year will be really fun. Yeah, I agree. Um, all right. So playing games out of the way. Let's um, let's let's dive into the the meat and the potatoes the actual NBA playoffs. Um, I'm going to go top to bottom. Uh, Obviously, you don't know the eight seed, but I'll give you uh, the the one versus either team. And you can, you can, I mean, I don't think, I don't think either of us. I don't think I see an eight seed beating a one. I I don't, uh, we we can get into that, but I don't think we'll pick that, but I will give you both just. Right, right, right. I got you. Um, but we'll start with the West, just because both of us uh, enjoy East Coast teams. Um, so obviously, number one, you got the Nuggets um, versus either the Thunder or the the Wolves. Is there is there any hope or prayer that either the Wolves or the Thunder beat that team? Thunder, no. I think the Timberwolves would match up way better. Yeah. You put Jokic and uh, and uh, Gobert uh, going at it down low. You could switch uh, Anthony Towns when Jokic sits on the perimeter. Um, I think that team is just more like gung ho, ready to fight a team that can go bucket for bucket with the with the Nuggets. I think. Yeah. Um, either way, though, I I think either team. I think uh, they beat the Thunder in five, but I think the the Timberwolves could could bang out to maybe a six game series. Okay. Okay. But you do so. So that's interesting, though. I will say. So you don't think. You don't think that the uh, the the Thunder would get swept if they were the eight seed? I think I'm showing a little bit of bias. Like I, said, <laughs> okay. I really like the I like the young team. I like SGA. I like okay. Lavin. So that's, that's but fair. I, I could definitely see a sweep. So yeah, no, okay. I definitely could okay. see it. No, I just had to ask because you said five, so I was curious. I was curious. Um, I'd yeah, like no, to see I them steal a game. I should say. I agree with with everything you just said. There's not much to elaborate on. Um, I think that the the Timberwolves match up a lot better. Um, than people would give them credit for, um, and it's pretty. It's pretty. Um, it's a pretty good mix between veterans and uh, young players uh, on both teams, really. Um, so I think I think that that bodes well for both teams, and it could be a good series. But again, I think the Nuggets uh, take that. Um, uh, the next next up, we got a really really good matchup, and I think uh, the best matchup in the West, at least for the first round. Maybe the best matchup in the playoffs for the first round. You got the Suns and you've got the Clippers. What are we thinking? Suns and uh, what was it? Suns and Clippers. Suns and Clippers, okay. Um I, I actually uh I really like this series, but there's one downfall to this series. Okay. PG will not be playing in it. Mm. Mm-hmm. So with that being said. Do the do the Clippers really keep up with them? I think it'll be a fun series. I think the storyline is really fun too. You get Russ and KD versus each other for the first time ever in the playoffs. Um, but I actually do think that the Suns will take this not not easily. I would say probably six. Mm-hmm. I think you'll get a Kawhi game where he'll go off. 
and I think the Clippers are built to where that their bench could win them a game. But, I mean, I don't know, man. I just think there's a lot of firepower on that Suns team, man. You got you got KD, uh, D-Book, Chris Paul, even though he's old, he, he's still a mid, mid-range mid magician that can dish the ball out. And then if your fourth best player is, is DeAndre Ayton, you're in a good situation. I, I agree. Um, for me, just to play devil's advocate and um, just because I, I've, I've been watching the Clippers so much over the last couple of years, um, the Clippers rotation has just been – obviously they haven't won a finals or even made the finals, but the, the, the excellence of play that the Clippers have put forth under uh, Lou has been pretty, pretty spectacular. And they haven't had Kawhi. This is the first time that they've had their main guy. Like, they've had Paul George, fine, but he's like a number two guy. I don't think – like, obviously, Pacers, Paul George was the number one guy, but I think he's 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 shot, he, he stepped down to a number two guy, especially with Kawhi, as good as Kawhi is. Um, and and I, I think Russell Westbrook in the playoffs is, again, a whole different animal. I mean, he really hasn't had the ability – to be uh, the Russell Westbrook he was on the Thunder since he left because the teams he's been on have not been complementary to his play style. And I think the in the games that I've watched, Westbrook has has uh, been able to do his thing, and, and the Clippers let him. And, and the Clippers bench has just been so good in recent years in the playoffs. I don't know, the Suns, the Suns are going to be good. I'm not saying that the Clippers are going to walk over them, but I, I'm I'm going to I'm going to edge the Clippers just because of their defensive prowess, um, and they're just they're just their dog mentality. I mean, they got a, they got some dogs on that squad, and I I think I think KD and uh, and and Kawhi going up against each other that's a crazy matchup. That's yeah, a fun crazy. matchup. It's a fun matchup. It's crazy and. Um, I, I, I say this I say this series goes seven off the bat, and I'll give the Clippers the edge. But I mean, I'd not be shocked if the Suns win. But I, 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 I give it seven. Yeah, I, I could see it going seven, but I don't know. <clears throat> I just I just feel like that the Suns have like so much scoring. Yeah, no, I agree. And, and I agree. A lot of people will counter it with, "Oh, they've only played ten games together." So I mean, some people buy into the fact that. You need to play a lot of games together to to get the gelling. But I feel like KD, you can almost fit him in on, on any team and it'll work. I think that what happened in uh, what happened in the Nets organization was definitely an internal thing. And Kyrie, I think KD, you could just fit somewhere and he's gonna work. He's gonna be KD. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, that is a very fun series, and I cannot wait to see Russ versus KD. I hope they have some smack, good smack talk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Me too. Me too. I hope. I hope. Uh, I hope I get a little. Uh, I hope. I hope I get a, a play in which uh, Russell Westbrook takes Durant to the hole and then hits the 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 baby or the too little on him. The too little fucking thing. That would be pretty funny. That'd be funny. Um, moving on uh, to to probably the most interesting matchup in the West, uh, just because no one thought either of these teams would be where they are or how they're ranked. Um, that being the Kings as the three seed and the Golden State Warriors as the sixth. 
at the beginning of this season, I don't think you give the Kings a playoff spot. And at the beginning of the season, I think you have the Warriors maybe as a one or a two seed, maybe a three seed just because they're old. Uh, but you got three, six, Kings. Uh, this is a very interesting matchup, but uh, I, I feel like I know where you're going to go on this. What you, what you got? Yeah, um, <clears throat> I'll tell you one thing. It'll be very telling how game one goes. Mm-hmm. Because how bad the Warriors have been on the road this year. If if the Warriors somehow eke out game one, this is done in five. Okay. If if they can eke out game two, it's probably going six. But I'm going Warriors in this series. Um, I, I think the Kings are a very fun team down the road, and they, it's cool to see them back in the playoffs. Um, but I mean, they, who's gonna? I mean, I know they have that Mitchell kid that comes off the bench, but. I don't know if they got anybody to stop Steph Curry. Um, Andrew Wiggins is back. Uh, Jordan Poole has been Jordan Poole this whole year. If you can just get a maybe 38 to 40% Clay Thompson from the three-point line, I, I don't I don't see the, this uh, Kings team winning. Um, the, the, the X factor for the Kings, though, in that series is Sabonis, I think, for sure. Because how good he's played this year, people have him in, on like the the brink of like top five MVP type type stuff. Right. So, um, Sabonis will have to very much turn the frick up if they have any chance. Uh, but no, I got I got Warriors in. I'll say six. No, I I agree with you. Uh, the first couple games are going to be very very uh, telling. Um, I think if if the Kings can win the first two games, I'll say it goes six in favor of the Kings. Um, but if, if, if it splits or if for some reason the Warriors take both, um, I'd give the Kings one game and, and say it goes five in favor of the Warriors. Um, I don't see this going seven. Um, I think it's, it's going to be very interesting. I think the, the, the thing with the Kings is all year, especially on this podcast, we've said, uh, pretender. They're not, they're not it. They're not here. And all year, the Kings have said, we're here. We're fighting. We're here. We're still here. We, 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 we were playing well at the beginning of the season. And you know what? We are third in the West at the end of the season. So I'm not going to count the Kings out uh, because I've counted them out before. And they, they have, they have uh, flipped the script. Um, but I would not be shocked if the Warriors uh handled them just because of the uh the playoff expertise and the 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 veteran acumen these guys have when it comes to the playoffs oh yeah i mean you you brought up the if if they uh if the warriors took the first two games that's a that's a clean sweep for me okay okay yeah um yeah so uh moving on uh we got uh, if there's any kings listeners out here they do not like us No, no. We have, we have I, constantly just shit on the Kings and been like, ah, they're, they're all right, but <laughs> oh, no, man. but but that's the thing. Maybe maybe they do like us because maybe we're the the anti jinx, you know. And maybe that, that that's what get, that gets their uh, the 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 juices flowing for them. I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, moving on to the final matchup in the West, um, now established. Uh, you got Grizzlies Lakers, and this this is, is my favorite one. This is a really good one. This this is my favorite matchup, and it's not. I mean. 
I do like the Clippers and Suns. That's fun. But this matchup just seems the most like when you're going to get Jaron Jackson against Anthony Davis. You're going right. to get that annoying bug. I'll call him a cockroach. And uh, <laughs> Dylan Brooks. And he's probably going to be guarding LeBron. And probably. you'll get John Morant and, uh, against D'Lo. So, I mean, uh, you, you could see how – I mean, obviously I'd say John Morant, LeBron, and then Anthony Davis would win them matchups. But it, it's a team game. And um, I think we got an upset brewing here. I think we got an upset, bro. And I like I, 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 I realize uh, that you said it a few months ago, and I'm going to agree with you that you said if the Lakers found a way to get into the playoffs, they would be they would be a tough out. Yep. They would, might be one of the better teams in uh, the playoffs, and I totally agree. Right now, I think, I think if Anthony Davis stays healthy, LeBron stays healthy, that team has some some depth to it. They got that white kid, Austin Reeves. He's been decent. AK. Uh, that Jared <laughs> Vanderbilt's been pretty good as a backup. Um, Malik Beasley's been a pretty serviceable three-point shooter. Um, I, I'm going to take the Lakers in seven on this one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I. Um, what what can't be said about John Morant on the field, off the field, court, whatever you um, – We've said we've talked a lot about Mr. Ja on this podcast. Some good things, some great things, some bad things, and some what are you doing, man? And uh, I think John ja Morant's fantastic. I think it, it'll be cool to see what he does um, in this series. But aside from John ja Morant, I mean, I, I don't see a way where the Lakers lose this series. I mean, as long as AD stays healthy, nobody on the Grizzlies are really going to stop. AD. I mean, AD is going to do what AD does. I've seen, I've seen some plays out of AD the last couple of weeks that just put the fear of God into you if you're down in the paint. This man is he's. I'm not saying I'm not evoking the 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 horrific comparison that he's on the level with Shaq, but I have seen a Shaq like dominance in the paint where he he goes and gets a board, goes up. Misses, gets his own board, goes up, misses, gets his own board, finishes with an and one dunk. The man is on a mission. He is super focused. He is super aggressive. And I just like the way he's playing. And LeBron, LeBron is at his best. LeBron's teams are at their best when he can pass and they still win the game. And when LeBron can make up make that pass to Schroeder at the end of the game, and Schroeder can hit that and send them to the playoffs, that's when they're at their best. When LeBron doesn't have to be the guy, that's scary. When LeBron doesn't have to be the guy on his own team, that's terrifying. And I, I really think I really think uh, they're going to give the Grizzlies some problems. I'm not saying sweep because I'm not I'm not I'm not going to take away from what the Grizzlies have done all year. Um, but but I'm going to be bold. I'm going to say Lakers in five. And also, uh, Steven Adams will not return for the series. So. And that's the other thing. That's the <clears> other <throat> thing. No Steven Adams. You don't have a you don't have a hope or a prayer of stopping Anthony Davis. You just don't. Uh, I think uh, I think people just, like, with recent bias and, like, people live in the moment, people tend to forget when AD's healthy and playing at his best, he's arguably top five, maybe top ten at the least in the NBA. And if he stayed healthy his whole career, I mean, obviously, you know, there's a lot of players like this. But, I mean, 
you could put him up there with best centers of all time if he stayed healthy. Yeah, I mean, but like I said, people live in recent biases. So people live in the moment. People <laughs> live in the, oh, he's been hurt the past few years. He's fallen off. Like, now you're getting an AD that's healthy going into the playoffs. These Lakers are going to be something to play with. Yep. Yeah. Um, but the Lakers go as far as AD goes because LeBron can't carry that team right now. I agree. I agree. Um, moving over to the East Coast, um, we got the Bucks versus either the Heat or the Bulls. Uh, do you see the Bucks losing to either of those teams? Uh, personally, um, I would I would think not. But what you got? Yeah, I mean, the, obviously the better matchup, in my opinion, is the Heat. Um, yeah. We we seen the Bulls get scraped by the Bucks last year. I think I think the Bulls took one game from them last year. And, yep. Um, we've seen – I just – I like I said, we'll, we'll get to the matchups later, but I really wanted the Heat to win that goddamn seventh seed. Um, but they didn't. Uh, I think that the Bucks take care of business, though. I think that they're really deep. Them adding Joe Ingles and Jay Crowder to come off the bench type stuff is kind of wild. So they're, they're, they're deep. They're a, a veteran-built team that will, that will take care of uh, – Either of these teams and maybe maybe a sweep or maybe five. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I would say if it's the Bulls, it's a sweep, guaranteed. If it's the Heat, it's a crapshoot. And I think it's an interesting series. I think it goes six with the Bucks winning it. But that's just because I think if if the Heat beat the Bulls, they're gonna crush the Bulls and they're gonna click. And if the Heat click, they got enough. They got enough to beat the Bulls. Yeah, I, I bet you're happy you're not playing the Heat in the first round, huh? Oh, I'm ecstatic. <clears throat> I'm ecstatic. And we'll get to that uh, farther down the line. But I'm ecstatic. And we'll, we'll get to why. But, but yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, next, um, this is the series I am most excited about watching round one in the East. Just because of how fun these teams are. I saw... These two teams play each other at the beginning of the season in Cleveland. A lot of fun. We got the Cavs at four, the Knicks at five. What are you seeing? I've, 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 I've went back and forth with this series. I feel like both teams can win this series. But this, this series uh, is if the Knicks were to pull off a per se upset, this is on Julius Randle's health. <clears throat> he yeah. – uh, He's not go. He's not going in healthy, and he might not even play to start the series. Mm-hmm. So that's big, in my opinion. And if if the Knicks do have a chance, it's on his health. Um, Donovan Mitchell's been really fun this year, but he is a uh, perennial uh, playoff choker. And um, but I don't know. I don't see the Cavs losing this. I, I if if Julius Randle comes back. I could see this going seven, and it could be a toss-up. Yeah. Uh, but as of right now, if Julius Randle misses the first game or two, or however many, I got Cavs in, like, six. I could see it going seven, though, either way, but I, th- I think the Cavs win the series. Yeah. I'm going to say because of how evenly they match up, as long as Randle is healthy, it goes seven, and it's a toss-up. But if Randle's out for more than – I would say more than a game – even if, if he's out the first game, fine. But if he comes back game two, okay, we got it. We got a series. But if if the Knicks 
um, if the Knicks are like, ah, oh, we're going to bring them back in New York, it's too late. And I, I think that I think the Cavs win in five. Oh, yeah, five? I, like I think it. so. I, I've watched the Cavs consistently this year, having lived in the area, and they look really good. But for a first round. For a second round, that's a whole other story, and we'll get to that once the rounds progress. But um, for a first round, especially against the Knicks, a non-healthy Knicks, uh, I say five. If if Randall doesn't play more than, you know, if he, if he doesn't play for for two games, if they go back to New York and he's just starting, no, I don't think so. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think if if Randall doesn't play, uh, R.J. Barrett will have to take a huge role, and I don't think he's even lived up to like he was like the second or third pick in the draft a few years yeah. ago. Yeah, he has not lived up to that name. I mean, by no means is he a scrub or a bust, but. <clears throat> he has not been that good. I honestly, per se, would say Emmanuel Cookley uh, is better than him right now. Um, I would agree. But, I mean, uh, Jalen Brunson's been having a phenomenal year. Shout out Nova. I'll do it every time I can. Um, <laughs> and But, like I said, in, we could just keep uh, going around the revolving door here. Um, it's on Randall's health. Yeah. yeah. We'll um, see what happens with that. <clears throat> yeah. Um, up next a matchup you will pay attention to. Uh, yeah. Number three, 76ers, and the six-seed Nets. Before we even get – because I know you'll break down your, your uh, team. At least I want you to break down your team um, more than I will. But um, we're looking for a crash course landing for a, uh, for a matchup that we talked about earlier. But staying in this round, um, I think we'll both agree that I think the Sixers take care of business. I think the Sixers will – Probably, I got a feeling that Brooklyn might take a game. Because they are, they do, like, they sneakily have a deeper team than they did before. Right. And I could see Mikel Bridges uh, wanting a revenge game on the team that drafted him and the kid that went to Nova. Shout out, Nova. Um, (laughs) uh, I feel like he'll have, like, he might have, like, a 40-piece one game and that maybe they take a game in Brooklyn. I could see sweet, but I'll be generous and I'll give the Nets a game. I think Joel Embiid takes clacks in the school. I think uh, all James Harden needs to do is give me give me fifteen twenty and do what you've been doing all year, and I'll be fine. We'll need you to step up uh, later in the playoffs. Um, Tyrese Maxey, do your thing. Be aggressive, drive to the hole, get your buckets. Uh, Tobias, hopefully, just uh, spot up and make some threes. That'd be nice. And uh. Hopefully, uh, P.J. Tucker, who will probably be the primary defender on Mikel Bridges. Hopefully, he can shut him down for most of the series, and we can make quick work of it in four. But I'm going with Sixers and five. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's a very accurate assessment. Um, I do I do agree with you. The Nets are deeper than people think, <clears throat> and and deeper than they were at the beginning of the year. And, and I said this before, I liked – the team they had before they went out and got Simmons, before they went out and got Durant, before they went out and got Irving and Harden, I liked the original team that Kenny Atkinson was coaching back when they had Spencer Dinwiddie and um, uh, Jared Allen. D'Angelo and Russell. D'Angelo Russell and, and um, all those guys. Karis LeVert, yes. I liked that Nets team. And they got back to a different version, not going to say better, not going to say the same, but a different version of that team 
and now they're kind of they're kind of cooking with the peanut oil that they had before, and I like that. Uh, that being said, I think the the Sixers are too much of a powerhouse um, for them, and and I will give you uh, Tobias Harris being a factor in that series because uh, n- not that Embiid it, it will have a problem with Claxton, he won't, but uh, Harden might have a, a struggle get going in the first series. Just just whatever. I don't know. Harden is either great or he's not, and and I feel like he's he's kind of uh, okay. And but I I think Harris is going to be much more of a factor than than people think. Yeah, I'm I'm living in the moment, and uh, like I called uh, Donovan Mitchell a perennial playoff choker. James Harden is probably the poster boy for it. Oh yeah, him and Chris Paul are like the like poster boys of playoff choker. Um, and. <sighs> I'm living in the moment right now. I'm going to take this series one series at a time. I know next year – actually, I'm not going to say next year because you know what? I'm living in the moment. I'm not <laughs> taking anything for granted because we. I have been privileged to have one of the best players in the league for how many years now? Um, and do nothing. And, and get nothing out of it. Mm-hmm. Nothing but a second-round exit for, for four or five years straight. So, I'm living in the moment. I'd love to see James Harden step it up. But I think uh, Tyrese Maxey is our X factor in every series we play in. Valid, valid. All right, moving on. Uh, the number two Celtics, my team. Uh, number seven Hawks, and man, am I happy to see the Atlanta <laughs> Hawks logo by my team. Man, not to not to shit on the Hawks because I think the Hawks are a decent team. I was dreading playing the Heat in an opening round series. Not not because they're uh, an amazing team, which they're not bad, but they're, 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 it's just the blood, the bad blood that we have with the Heat in recent years and the, the, the fights we've had with them and the series we've had with them. And they're, um, by, by, by position, they should be better than when they beat us in prior years. Um, I just I was fearing playing the Heat, um, especially because playing the Heat means they just came off a win, and that's what that's what people don't understand with the Bucks. If the the Heat can beat the Bulls, they're coming in with fire, with heat. A part in the pun, uh, and the Bucks, the it'll be tough for the Bucks. I'm not saying the like I said before, I gave my commentary on that, but but the thing the thing that scared me about the Heat was getting hot, and thankfully we're playing the Hawks, who you know. Uh, if you're a fan of Atlanta and you're listening to the pod, I'm sorry. I'm I'm about to go down on your team, but um, your best player is an out of position player. Your best player is a point guard, quote unquote, but he's really a shooter masquerading as a point guard. He's he's he is a poor man's Steph Curry. I I am not a huge Trey Young fan. I think his bark because he actually has a legitimate bark that he lets out, uh, is worse than his bite. Uh, he is a really good player, uh, but but from, from what I've seen in recent years of him is that he doesn't elevate his, his other guys the way that Steph Curry does. I'm not a huge Steph Curry guy. I know, Jay, you're a huge Steph Curry guy. Steph Curry, guy, yeah. Steph Curry love him or hate him, you, you can't take away his game. And his game is, I'm going to shoot 40, but everybody else on my team is going to be better. Now, there are nights where Steph doesn't do this as well, but on the whole, throughout his career, you look at the championships he's had, 
the championships he's had, Steph has not been the best player in every championship. Now, I'm not saying he hasn't been the best player. He has. But but there are there are games, there are moments where the best player on Steph's team is not him, but that's because he's making the pass. He's making the 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 breakdown of the defense to kick to his buddy Clay. Like yeah, I was say, there's, <clears throat> there's, he gets uh, he gets uh, double teamed a lot too. Double teamed. Yeah, it's it's so it's so crazy the the plays he can make. And just by being the best shooter in the world, the defense he draws to get his other guys open. And yep. and that's what um that's that's what Trey is missing. And, and he's the poor man's Steph Curry for sure. Trey is Trey is young. You know, he's still got time. Maybe he, <laughs> maybe, did there. maybe he can yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um maybe he can uh he can progress and become more like Steph, you know, like Mike. But um I just I just, I just, I'm so underwhelmed because the potential is there, but he just, he just, he would rather put up his numbers and say, Hey, he's the 2k player that drops 50 off 30 shots and says, Hey, I had a great game. What were you guys doing? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I hate that guy. He looks like a, uh, a licked lollipop that you dropped on the ground and you didn't, uh, and you have a dog. Although I will say I watched his post game interview last night. I think he got some hair plugs. Pay attention to that, Jay. Next time you see Trey Young, I think he's got some hair plugs up top. Well, I'm still no respect. You, 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 <laughs> had, you had a big bald spot in the back of your head. Good for you. You make money. You can do that. Yeah, no. But uh, getting back to the series, the Celtics are a well-oiled machine. Uh, they've been playing really well. Uh, it, uh, man, I just I love this team so much. I think they've 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 fought for so much. Last year they made the finals. Uh, they lost, obviously. They hadn't made the finals before, so a lack of experience, uh, a few injuries here and there, and this year they're coming for it. They're really coming for that that championship, and uh, I really think I really think uh, the cards are so far in their favor. I'm not going to get ahead of myself, um, but in this series, uh, just because just because I I don't want to cry, I will give the Hawks a game. I'll say Celtics in five. Because I think I think I think Atlanta steals a game. Well, not steals a game, but I think Atlanta wins a game at home. I think they win one game at home. So I'll say Celtics in five. But but immediately after I saw that we were playing the Hawks, I texted my buddy Andrew and I texted Jeremy and I I, I just sent him emojis of brooms. So, oh, I, I bet you guys are happy you're not playing. The oh game yeah, game. no, and I'm so I'm saying sweep, but 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 just because I don't want to say sweep, I'm saying Celtics in five. Yeah, I mean, I just feel like in this series, uh, Trey, uh, I mean, even when we, I hate even bringing up this series, but we lost that series because of Bum Simmons. He, we, 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 he couldn't play in a half-court set. We didn't right. even get beaten by Trey Young. You know what I mean? So he, he's never he, – I wouldn't call him a perennial playoff choker yet, but he's never really been like, okay, yeah, cool, you played really good in the first round against the Knicks one year. But uh, I don't know. I, I think this, this could easily be a sweep. Um, I'm, I'm probably on more of the boat though, that the Hawks can maybe steal one at home, like you said, but I, I don't know. I mean, the, the Celtics are just way too deep. Uh, if you, if you have Derek White and, uh, what's his, uh, face Brogdon being able to come off the bench, one of them will probably start whatever, however you guys, uh, play that out. Um, you guys are a scary ass team because then I'm not even bringing up. 
Robert Williams, I'm not bringing up. Obviously, your two stars, Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown. But if you have yep. them two guys at least giving you like 10, 15 a night, and then you got old man Al Horford that I absolutely hate. Um, <laughs> and he's giving you – like I'm not even expecting 10 out of that guy, but he gives you like a three-pointer or two and he can play some defense and gets you some boards. Uh, I mean, that team is scary as hell. And um, like I said, I think we're on a collision course for some good content in the coming weeks. And it will be fun. But for this series, I'm going – I'll say it. They're going for the sweep. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, anything else in the NBA that you wanted to touch on before we uh, m- switch gears? Because that was a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I just wanted to also uh, just say again, Rudy Gobert's a clown. Oh, yeah. Um, we probably could have talked more about that, but playoffs are more at stake right now. And we got a lot more stuff to talk about here. So, but Rudy Gobert, you're an absolute clown. You're if 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 uh if I didn't already have another garbage, you would have been in the garbage. So, but you're still garbage. You're a clown. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I I would I, I agree with that. If you didn't, if you don't know what happened, um, Rudy Gobert uh, punched a teammate after getting into an altercation with him, and it's just like there's no. There's no need for that. There's no there's no space in which fighting your team like that is is appropriate. Like that's just not that's not that's not cool, man. That's Especially a, you're the timing. You're going into your playing games. You're going to try to make the playoffs, and you want to start punching people. Clown. Yeah, he's on. He's on. He's on clown stuff. Yeah, he's 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 an absolute. Uh, he's he's at he's a bozo. He's a bum. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't like Rudy Gobert, but um, yeah, that's all I want to say. I'll say it one more time. He's a clown. I I I agree. I agree. All right. Um, moving on. Wait, wait, uh, no. Did I tell you Rudy Gobert's a clown? <laughs> okay, I probably did. Okay, go ahead. All right. <laughs> uh, apparently, guys, Rudy Gobert, Rudy Gobert is a clown. This just he's a super clown. But all right, I'm done with him. What we got? <laughs> all right. So up next, my friend, um, we just have some some brief little things. Um. In the NFL uh, to get down with, um, uh, mainly mainly with some news uh, we we uh, sent you sent me a, a couple days ago. Um, but uh, the biggest news I think that uh, was kind of random to me was that uh, Odell Beckham signed with the Ravens. Yeah, I mean that's just a desperate that's just a desperate way to try to keep uh, Lamar. Yeah. Um, I think he would have he he would have been a Jet if they weren't gonna pay him fifteen guaranteed because that's an absurd amount of money for a guy coming off of two ACL surgeries and who hasn't played in over a year. Right. It'll be when the season starts. It'll be over a year and a half. So I mean, fifteen mil guaranteed with the upwards of making eighteen million for a guy that's on a prove it deal. Have fun. That, that that's a. That's a cry for help. It looks like it might have saved Lamar because there was a video going around of uh, him and Lamar face chatting or whatever, FaceTiming. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe you saved Lamar. I, I don't know. I was going to say, so that's my follow-up question. Do you think, do you personally, do you think that saves Lamar? I shouldn't. <laughs> you think Odell's the number one receiver right now? No. I mean, you're, 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 you're betting on a guy that are, is coming off of two ACLs. I understand he looked really good in that Super Bowl. 
but usually when you come up, you, you can get one ACL. You can go through one knee surgery and be like, all right, you can fight from that. But once you do it again, you're in a little bit in a different area now. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I don't know. Lamar's stupid if he stays. But, I mean, maybe, maybe – I don't know. I, I still feel like people should be calling him, trying to get him. So, I don't understand what's going on. I guess people are afraid of his injuries. Um, people think he's maybe too self-centered, want too much money. I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I I fully agree with you. I think it'll be interesting to see what happens. I think Lamar ends up staying just because I don't yeah, think anyone. Like now, yeah. I don't think anyone wants the prima donna. Um, the other thing, uh, talking about a former giant, now we'll talk about a current giant. Um, Saquon Barkley, um, not gonna not gonna be there Monday uh, because he's not signing the franchise tag, which to me I think. It's 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 a lot less than people like people would see it and be like, oh, that's a huge thing to me. I just think he wants more money because he's worth more than Daniel Jones, which he absolutely is. Um, And I think I think the Giants are not stupid. I think they know because he's healthy. He is the face of the franchise. It's not Daniel Jones. And I think they'll end up giving him what money he wants. But I I I don't know what you what you what you seeing on that. I would be very careful on how much money he wants. <clears throat> yes, he is a very good player when healthy, but this has been his first season back off of having so many problems. I'm right. pretty sure he's coming on. He's came off of an ACL at some point too. Yeah, prior to the last year. <clears throat> I know, I know my fantasy football teams have killed me with a Saquon Barkley on my team in the not this year, but prior years, so I stayed away from him this year. But back to him, I think I think it's a good business decision on his standpoint because he knows he's like, what, 25, 26? Yeah. He's getting older in running back years. So he wants a contract. He, he doesn't want to settle for a franchise tag for a year or two and then maybe get a decent contract from another team because then two years down the line, you never know what these running backs are going to be. So I, I, I as much as – I don't want Saquon on the Giants because Saquon, shout out Penn State. Um, but Saquon is a great football player. Um, I would be very careful about giving him a big like because Zeke is Zeke Lally contract. Look at that. Look how bad that's looked. Yeah. No, I agree. But, I mean, what do you do if you don't resign him, right? Well, let me pose that question to you. What happens? Man. What if he, he just says, now nah, I'm not playing them this year if you guys aren't going to give me some money? Um, Ezekiel Elliott's around, right? No, I'm kidding. Oh, man. I'm, I'm kidding. 100% kidding. <laughs> I'm hoping you're kidding. I know. Yeah. Actually, you want – actually, take Ezekiel Elliott. You know no, I, mean? I don't. I don't want him. Um, I don't know what we do at that point, really. At that point, I say if he's gone, you, you, you get rid of Daniel Jones and you just start over. I mean, not really, but, like, that's where I'm at. Just because Saquon has been so good when he's healthy. And – I just he's a fun player. I like watching him, you know. Shout out shout out Saquon Barkley. I think he's he's just fun to watch. I really don't know. Maybe maybe we go out and we try to make a deal with the the Browns and go try to get um one of their running backs cuz they got two. They don't need Hunt. I think Kareem Hunt actually still a free agent. Yeah, well, go out and get Kareem Hunt. That's my answer. That's my answer. That's my answer. I don't I'd have to look up and see how the how it would work. I don't because yeah. he's still a restricted free agent. I don't know how that would 
Exactly. I, don't know how, I don't know how it would break down, but he's not worth as much as he used to be. So I think they could get it done. Right, right, right. And I mean, if, if you've heard any news, I don't know what his relationship with is with the front office or anything. But Well, the front office likes him, and he likes being a Brown, but they don't use him. He's, he's not he's, – he's like Ezekiel Elliott, but he's better. So, like, he's in that situation of where Pollard is your best back, but <clears> – No, <throat> no, I was talking about – I was talking about Saquon. Oh, I thought you were talking about Kareem Hunt and his his deal with the organization. I got. And I'm talking about Kareem or uh, Saquon. Like, how oh, is yeah. how is um, his? No, he's he's very cordial with the front office. The front office loves him. He loves being a giant. His thing is he just wants more money. So yeah, he I, wants to get paid. I, I mean, think I, deal, I think a deal gets done, but I do think that the Giants have to be wary of how much they want to shell out. Oh, 100 percent. You can't give him. You can't give him top dollar right now. No, can't give him top dollar. But you also, I really don't think you can let him walk. I mean, Kareem Hunt's a good option, but that's about it. Who else? Yeah, yeah. I mean, after you've seen Saquon stay healthy for a year, it's very enticing to give him a good deal, which I think it was very smart not to. Yeah. Um, but for him now not to want to play on the tag, I mean, you got a lot to think about. But I, I yeah. do have a feeling that a deal probably does get done. Yeah. Sa- Saquon's um, a class act. I've seen him since he was in Penn State, and he's, he's always been a class act. Yeah, he's a good dude. Um, same team, Giants defensive tack- tackle Dexter Lawrence. Lawrence is a huge – Huge guy um, for for the defense. Not not as big as some of our other guys, but he's he's still a solid. He's still a solid guy. He's also under the same situation. His contract is is unresolved, and I think <coughs> you know that's another play for just more money. And as 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 much as the Eagles whipped the Giants in the playoffs and the regular season, the Giants defense is actually pretty tight this season, and and they 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 won some clutch games. Um, Stopping some really, really good drives by some really good teams. So I think I think busting up any mojo you have would not be the right move. But again, you don't want to shell out money to no offense to Lawrence, a no name, because he's not one of the best defenders in the league. Yeah, I mean, I'll just piggyback off of what you just said. Every Giants fan or uh, and or uh, Giants follower has <coughs> given a lot of credit to Wink Martindale. Oh, Wink's a machine. Having that defense. Wink's a machine. Yeah, having that defense just absolutely be uh, – no, I, I would never say a juggernaut, but they were a lot better than previous years, and they would help a, help a team that uh, didn't score probably as many points as you'd like, but would hold a team enough down that you could get some wins. Exactly. I, I, before we get off NFL, I, well, I'll say, what I'll say about Dexter Lawrence is you don't pay him top dollar. No, um, I would be I would be definitely wary of paying him. Um, I mean, if you can resolve it with giving him like a mid tier, uh, maybe like up to like ten. Is he, is he interior or is he an edge? He's interior, right? Like yeah, as a tackle. Yeah, if you can like pay him like the eleventh best D tackle or something in the league, I go for it. But if he's wanting like uh, Quinn Williams or Aaron Donald or like like that kind of money, yeah, you're gone. Uh, but before we get off the Giants and 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 football, let me just ask you a question real quick. Do you, do you think these guys are coming out saying this stuff and like not wanting to play because of Daniel Jones getting that contract? Um, that I don't know. I really, I don't think so, because I think, I think, like they they respect 
that the organization wasn't like, oh, well, we lost in the playoffs. Let's blow it all up. Uh, and they, they, they show loyalty in that by doubling down on Jones. They weren't like, even though multiple people, myself included, said, I'll use my one F-bomb for the week. Fuck him. Let's get somebody else. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's, like, get him out of here. We don't need him. Like, I I've, I wanted them to trade for Lamar. I wanted them to go out and try to get Rodgers. Like, I wanted all these things more than Jones. But I do respect the loyalty aspect. Jones has given, whether you, whether you like him as a quarterback or not, Jones has given 110% of his effort to the Giants. Whether he has been great or not, he's – He's tried it, and he's he's been he's been really good, um, and and uh, I just I really like I really like the the loyalty, and I think the the other players can respect that too. I mean, that's they know that if they have a bad season, it's not automatically out the door. But at the same time, I think a lot of Giants players are probably like me, where it's like, man, this guy was not the greatest, but, you know, I guess I'll stick around. So I don't know. I can't really answer that with satisfaction. I don't have the players right next to me. But I think there's probably a good mixture of they're loyal and mm, Jones, I don't know. Jones got paid <laughs> like that? What, what am I making? Yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. I think there's probably a good mixture, man. Okay. I like yeah. it. I hear it, I hear it, I hear it. Um... Up next, moving away from the NFL, uh, just a quick little uh, MLB update. Uh, how how are the Phillies doing, man? Absolutely shitty. <laughs> Absolutely shitty. Um, this team right now is making zero sense. Uh, last week we or not last week, but two weeks ago, we talked about opening day, and I, if you recall, I talked about we lost the game, but we sh- we. We took the ground out in four innings or five innings, and we had, like, five runs on. Right. Fast forward, we play the Yankees, lose two out of three. Um, I was just happy to take one. I, I see – when I, once I seen us getting beat up by the Rangers, I was like, dude, we're going to get – we're going to absolutely get destroyed by the Yankees. I was happy to take one in that series, to be honest. Sure. Um, and then we went and played the Reds, where we win the series, but we should have swept them to finish it, and then we play the Marlins next series, and Sandy Alcantara, Alcantara, however the heck you want to say it, uh, who is the reigning NL Cy Young leader. Right. We absolutely crushed this man, game one in that series. We crushed him. We had we, we take him for eight runs in the game, and we ended up beating them like 13 or 14 to like three, and then we dropped the next two to the Marlins. To the less lesser of the pitchers, and our bats go absolutely silent. And then today, we end up losing to the goddamn Reds again. Ew. I I, I don't know what is going on with this team. The bat. Oh, I'll tell you what's wrong real quick. Uh, the bats are like if you look at their averages, you're like, okay, what the hell's going on? Like they actually have pretty good averages. Um, it's just like a thing. Like the bats will go one game. And the pitching absolutely stinks. Or you right. get the bats silent for a game and the pitching solid. Right now, it's, I mean, we're 4 9. It's very early in the season. I'm not going to absolutely crush anybody. Rob Thompson needs to get gather the troops. Uh, the man took us to a World Series last year. I'm not going to crush him yet. 
Philly Rob. <laughs> yeah, Philly Rob. I'm not going to crush him yet, Phil. I'm not going to crush you, Rob. Fucking Bobby <laughs> Thompson, whatever, whatever your buddies call you at home. Um, but you need you need to gain the shit. Um, just to throw this out there, they've been saying that Bryce Harper has been working on playing first base. Ooh. So he could come back as playing first base, and he could come back quicker than usual because first base, you won't have to use your arm. So oh, that's nice. We could see Bryce Harper in a DH or a first base role quicker than we think because he's been hitting for, like, the last month anyway. Okay, okay. So we still have brighter days. Trey Turner's look good. Bryson Stott's got a 13-game hit streak. I'm, st- I'm, I'm still staying level-headed, but it okay. hasn't been good so far. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. How about um, how about them how about them Skankies? <laughs> Flipping over to the Yankees. Uh, <laughs> the Yankees um in all their series this year have won won the series and they've in every series they've had, they've only played a three game series. They haven't played a four yet. But in every series they've had, they've won two and lost one. And, you know, by trajectory, if you do that all year you're going to have a lot of wins and you're going to make the playoffs. So I'm satisfied with that. What I'm not satisfied with is the consistent, I should say is the inconsistency of the team. I mean, they, you look, you look at this, they play, they played, um, where, where is it? Uh, they played, where'd it go? They played, the, they did get, they get, they got pretty messed up today. Yeah. They, they played the Phillies and they won eight, one, then they, they, they lost four, one, then they beat them four, two. And then it keeps going on. They lost to the Orioles seven six, and then they won four one five three. Then the Guardians they lost three two, and then they came back and said, "Ah, no, eleven to two. And then I was at the game yesterday. It was great. Um, uh, they won four three in the ninth inning. They had a rally uh, to to go and go up one, and then. Oh my gosh, Clay Holmes! Uh, when he's good, he's good. When he's not, he was making me shit myself. Cause he first batter up, we're up one in the ninth. First, for it's bottom nine. Uh, Guardians have last up. First batter up, he plunks him, not on purpose, but just hits him. So he goes to first. Then he proceeds to walk two straight batters. So the bases are loaded. I think he got an out in between one of those, but the bases are loaded with like one out. Gets gets like a ground ball to. Hit. <laughs> works the next guy to like two and two and finally strikes this guy out to end the game. But I was on pins and needles. My girlfriend next to me was freaking out because the game was stressful, but it was fun. And then, yeah, today Yankees go to play the twins, which are one, which is one of the best teams in baseball right now. And they get shellacked 11 to two. I just, I just need the Yankees to have more consistency with their, their pitching. Their bats have been flying. They've been getting really good connections. Um, this guy, Franchi Cordero, who we got from the Sox, the Red Sox, has been balling out of his mind. He's he's basically hitting a home run every game I watch. So when I don't watch, he doesn't hit a home run. But when I watch, Cordero goes crazy. But uh, I, I'm, liking, I'm liking that. I, I Volpe, we we talked about him briefly a couple weeks ago. He's been great. I just like seeing uh, this team come together. It's a fun team to watch, but the pitching needs to step up and and pitch a lot better. Um, I just wanted to touch base on on a, on on another team um, that's not either of our teams as kind of like a what the fuck. The Rays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. The, go here. <laughs> the, the, the Rays, the Tampa Bay Rays, are thirteen and zero. They are tied for the longest baseball streak in history from 
uh, the start. Uh, there's the 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 all-time uh, winning record, I, I believe, is still held by the 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 Yankees back in the day, or the Dodgers. I don't know. There's there's the Yankees were were trying to achieve it last year, but or the year before. But the but this is this is from from the start of the season. Uh, until someone loses a game, the record is 13, and they are tied with that record. Um, and if they win one more game, they have the record, which is just insane. The Yankees are eight and five. Um, in any other um, league, uh, the Yankees are uh, first in the division. Like I mean, if the Twins are nine and four, so you know about the same. Rangers are seven and five. Um, <coughs> Braves are nine and four. Brewers are eight and four. Diamondbacks are eight and five. So any other league, the Yankees are in first place, but they're five games back because the Rays haven't lost. And I just think that's bonkers. Yeah. Um, uh, I watched, I, I didn't even uh, watch the whole game or anything, but I put on a Rays game either a day or two ago and they were playing the Red Sox. And uh, <laughs> my, my dad was, my dad and my family actually went to that game. <laughs> Yeah, okay, okay. And um but Randy Rosarena absolutely hit a nuke on him. Yeah. Like, it was like three nothing in the beginning of the game. And I was like, should I just find a different game? Because I mean I I wanted to see what this team was all about. Because I mean they are I looked through their lineup, like they have a few notable names. They have Rosarena, Wander Franco, uh Brandon Lau, yep. Zach Eflin, ex ex Philly, Shane McClanahan. Like they have guys, but thirteen and zero to start the year? Right, that's pretty nuts, man. Um, I, I know Randy Rosarena was going absolutely crazy in the WBC, so I mean he's taking that over and and uh, bringing it to the MLB, man. And I mean, I, I know you per se probably don't like it, but I love seeing like shit teams or like not shit teams, but teams that you would definitely not think are going to be good be good. And Kings fans, don't kill me. I know, I know, I know. Um, <laughs> but. I don't know. I mean, it's, it is crazy as hell. Uh, but they do have one of the better uh, prospects in Wander Franco. Um, but, yeah, I mean, 13-0, that, that is wild to start the year. But I, what I will say is I'd rather start slow than end slow. Yeah. So I'd rather not be red hot this early and then, then uh, just fall apart during the season. So we'll see, how, we'll see how that goes through the season. 100%. Um. Up next, I thought we'd do something fun. Uh, not not super super long, but just something fun. Do another one of our uh, our drafts that we've we've uh, liked to do. Um, and this this was inspired because I recently um, went to uh, the the Guardians Yankees game, and uh, I was thinking about you know what is the best food to have at a game, and it doesn't have to be baseball. It can be whatever sport comes to mind. But I thought we'd go and we'd give. Uh, do sort of a, a top five uh, draft uh, for 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 food at a sporting uh, venue. I thought that'd be kind of fun. I like it. I love it. It's something different. It's off the wall. We're, we ran out of now these movie uh, drafts, so I love that you figured out another way to implement these drafts. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know if you want to start it off, but what is uh, what is your what, what what's number one? What you got? With the first pick in the draft, Jason picks. The absolute normal, you could do whatever you want with it, but it's the hot dog at a baseball game. You could put ketchup, you could put mustard, you could put relish, you could put whatever you want, a cheese dog, whatever, but hot dogs have to be number one, man. 
Um, that's just the the OG baseball. You go get a hot dog and a beer, right? You go get oh, yeah. a you go get you a big a big forty or not a forty or you could get a forty, but <laughs> you, get, you go get a sixteen ounce uh, Miller Light, Bud Light, whatever you drink, and you get a hot dog. You know what I mean? <laughs> hot dogs going number one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, for me, for me, uh, to, in a similar vein but a little bit different, I'm gonna go sausage and peppers number one. Um, yeah, in New York Stadium, Yankee Stadium especially, sausage and peppers is a staple. Um, I, there's just something about the smell of sausage on the grill, and you get the, the peppers and onions. They get all charred up. Put that on there. Throw a little mustard on there. Mm, it is the cat's meow. I I I love a, a, a cold beer and a sausage with peppers. That's my number one. All right, for the number two pick. I would say something else, but I'm not a fan of it. So it might get you might you might uh, snag it out there, but I'm not gonna say it. I'm going with the OG soft pretzel. Oh, you get your nice cup of cheese. You get your you get your mustard, whatever you want with it, and you dip them suckers, and you go get a brew with that too. That's two beers. You're down thirty bucks now for just getting a pretzel and a hot dog and two beers, maybe even more. And I drink another beer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm I'm going soft pretzel for the number second pick. Oh man! All right, let me think for a sec because I had soft pretzel at my two as well. That is such a good food. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I oh man! I, I there it's so good. The pretzel is so good that I even go to the grocery store and I get those frozen pretzels. And when yeah. I'm watching a game at home, I'll heat those up in the microwave. Oh, so I, 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 it might just be a Philly thing because it is called the Philadelphia Pretzel Factory. But dude. We have a we have a nice pretzel factory around here. We uh we get uh some of them on over the weekends and they are absolutely great. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah. Um for for so for number 2 for me, I'm gonna, I'm going to go with uh with a, it's not off the collar, but it is it, it, it maybe not be the number one thing you think of, but I'm going to go with nachos. Um specifically I had that, that on my list too, so. Specifically in Cleveland, they have this place and there's a, there's a couple locations throughout the the, the states. But there's there's the most locations in the Cleveland area. There's this place called Barrio, and in the stadium they have a Barrio stand, and they make these nachos that are just to die for. They got chips, and then they put you know your choice of meat on there, and then they got like this cilantro uh, spread that goes on the top, and they got nacho cheese that goes on the top, and sour cream. It is just it is. That it is so good. Not sure you can't go wrong with because you can put so many different condiments. Whether you get the hot oh. cheese, you get the normal nacho, you get spicy cheese, you can get salsa. You know what I mean? There's so many different uh, ways you can make it. Yeah, a, yeah, a nacho definitely. Food, and, so and, I love that pick. And you know, you're. I think. I think with nachos, you're up to beer three. So that's you know. Yeah. So so now, if if especially if you've tailgated at this point. You're probably getting more sloppier, and uh, you're, you might be on the toilet after the game for a bit, doing reason as much. But for my number three pick, I went back and forth with this. Um, I had nachos a little bit deeper on my list, but they would have been on there, so I do like that pick. But I'm going with the OG French fries. Ooh, okay. Because that's another thing where, you, like, you—that's probably one of the cheaper things in the in the ballpark. I'm really going off of baseball food because if you really think of foods, do you really think of like? For me, at least, if I went to a Sixers game, an Eagles game, or a Flyers game, I'm thinking of base. Like, if I'm going to a Phillies game, I'm thinking, you know what I mean? Like, that's the food I'm thinking yeah. of. Yeah. But with the French fries, you can 
obviously do cheese fries. You can do the ketchup and fries, or you can mm. really get to the nitty gritty and put the old bay on them suckers. Oh, and yeah. then things hit. We have a thing around here called Chickies and Peaks, right around the corner from uh, Citizens Bank Park, man. And those are the bee's knees. They cost a little bit more if you get from Chickies and Peaks, but they're worth it. They are so worth it. And it's only old, old bay sauce on there, but so good. French fries at number three. Okay. Um. So for we're at we're at four now, or where I'm you're at. at three, you're on your third pick. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. So now for three, <clears throat> let's see here. I, I think I'm gonna I, I'm gonna go for more of a, of a snack item than a meal. Uh, as you went fries, I'm gonna counter with that, and I'm gonna say as long as you don't have an allergy, there's nothing better than cracking open some peanuts and throwing the oh, shell. I love on the it. Ground. I love it. When That's you said it. when you wrote when you wrote and told me foods, I was assuming everything. So yeah, soft yeah, pretzel, yeah. fries, snacks. I love yeah. it. So I'm going. I'm going with pretzels, and I think I think you're up to a fourth beer at that point because pretzels and beer. That's pretzels and beer and peanuts and beer. That's a whole lineup. Yep. Yeah. No. I love, don't you love it? That's like the cheap, cheap too. You know what I mean? You can go get a bag of peanuts. You know what I mean? Crack them suckers open and just munch on them. Oh, that's yeah. how you really get drunk at a baseball game. <laughs> you don't go and get the meaty stuff. You go get the peanuts, and you think you're getting filled up on that, and you're just chugging them. But I love it. Fourth pick for me. This is actually a little bit of a tougher one, but, um, you know, the jumbo popcorn, man, the big popcorns you can get, man. Yeah. I mean, at this point, we're just talking about snacks, but I don't even care. At this point, <laughs> if I'm, if I'm going and getting my, it's all snack, food, I'm probably on my sixth beer if I'm getting this much food. <laughs> so, cause I'm already going crazy at this point, but, uh, jumbo popcorn, dude, you can't go wrong with it. It, it it's a perfect drunk snack cause you don't even need to um you know what I mean? like, you, like you don't need like good popcorn you know what i mean it could just be popcorn and be like all right fuck it <laughs> get the popcorn and that's my number four pick because i just feel like you can't go wrong at this point there you go uh for me number four uh at this point of the game alcohol is closed down you can't buy it anymore so you're you're at the sweet portion of the, of the baseball game you got to finish it out with some sweet and i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with with a, a beverage it's not necessarily food but i i love a cold glass of freshly squeezed lemonade like lemonade that you just you see it in the in the container it's it's cycling through there and you just you just look at it, and then it's just like ah, you're refreshed just seeing it. And that's that's just there's nothing better to me than just a large lemonade just to wash down everything you've consumed in the last two hours. Yeah, right. Um, and I'm definitely gonna have some honorable mentions here. I'm not gonna lie, but oh, yeah. for my my fifth and final pick of the draft, Jason selects. I actually, I actually really thought about this, but I'm gonna go with soft served ice cream. I'm gonna go with the. Oh, that ball. was my fifth. I I messed with it. I messed with it. I was I was I was I was debating between churros and soft uh, served mm. ice cream. I wanted something sweet that in my night as well. So I'm gonna go with the the normal. You could either get your cup of your cup of it in a little baseball helmet. I bet you every stadium has that. Oh yeah. Or you could get your cone of a vanilla chocolate, whatever you like. But I'm going with the soft serve ice cream for number five. Man, for my fifth, that's hard because that ice cream that was so so. That's good. what I love about these drafts, though, because you because we've never in the prior had really like confrontation really about it, and something like this now you got it. Yeah, exactly. 
I now know. Now you got to go look up what you think. <laughs> I got to. You, you took my draft pick. I got to find something else. Yeah. <laughs> um, I moved up. I moved up a spot and took what you. All wanted. right. So I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna do a callback to something you mentioned before, but flip it and reverse it. So instead of butter popcorn, I got kettle corn as a kind of sweet and treat to end the night. Kettle corn. Uh, throw some. Maybe throw some caramel on there, or you got. Sometimes you go. You can get the. I've only seen them once or twice, but you can get like a, a cinnamon sugar corn. It is caramel del- popcorn. You ever had caramel? Oh, caramel popcorn is delicious. But Did I you ever th- get them at Christmas, like the three divided. Uh, oh yeah, the three divided tins. You got the cheese, the butter, and the caramel. Oh, yeah. Yes. I love that. Bangers. Like- yeah. So that's that's my that's my fifth. We'll round it out. I'll I'll do uh you know the the cracker jack style of of, of popcorn there. Oh, yeah, dude, Cracker Jacks back in the day, you get those little old-school little baseball cards. Buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jacks, man. I'm all set. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For an honorable uh, mention, I want to throw yeah. out uh, churros. You know sure. what churro is, right? Yeah. Ah, uh, dude, they're like, or um, what is that other, the boardwalk snack you eat at the shore? Um, Cotton candy. Uh, that, that's <laughs> up there, but what? Uh, I'm going to hate myself if I don't think of this. I'll be my garbage for this week if I can't think of it. <laughs> what does it look like? It's it's like a, it's like uh, like like a, almost like a pasty stuff with the white powder on top. Oh god, uh funnel cake? Yes, there we go. Oh, yes. Thank you for that cuz I so funnel cake. Yeah. It can't go wrong with Fried funnel cake. Fried dough is so good. And I'm really happy nobody brought up we, we didn't I, I didn't I knew I wouldn't and you didn't do it either. Uh, no cheesesteaks. Cheesesteaks at stadium stink. Don't do that. <laughs> uh, honorable mention. I'll throw the hamburger on there too. Because yeah, yeah. It, you know, there. But I think the the tradition is the hot dog and the hamburgers on there for suckers. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, the hot dog's gonna be cheaper too. You know what I mean? You get another beer instead of getting a hamburger <laughs> or another hot dog. You can throw. I, I'll throw out like chicken fingers too. Yeah, ballpark sure. probably get you a decent chicken finger. Yeah, probably, probably. Um, yeah. Uh, so that was that was fun. That was a cool, quick little. Yeah, no, I, I actually was like, I was sitting there looking at Jackson. And I'm like, foods at stadiums. I'm like, it's gonna be all baseball food. Though. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, I do mean, not think in my area, I'm not going to a football game, and I'm like, oh, I can't wait to get that hamburger. <laughs> no, but that's that's part of the fun, right? That's part of the fun of going. Hell yeah, no, I love games. it. I loved it. Um, great great I, job, my friend. So so now now we are on to everyone's uh, favorite uh, segment of the week. Uh, do we have some Jays picks this week? We do have some Jays picks, my friend. We have some Jays picks this week. We took we we uh we took the low week off. Uh, the the last episode I didn't have any, but then I gave y'all picks last week. I'm sorry, boys. Hopefully you guys aren't uh, subscribed to the Facebook. I hope we'll do it actually anyway. But we we went two and three. We we kind of screwed it up. Uh, but you know what? We're getting back on track. We're getting the money back. We'll be fine. We've had too many good weeks to pout on bad weeks. You feel me? Yeah. So with my picks of the week, we have, we have another UFC event and that's where I'm going to base a lot of my picks around, um, to start this card off. It's a UFC fight night. They're back in Kansas city for the first time. in how long, um, to start this card off, you have a veteran Clay Guida going against a uh, younger prospect in Rafa Garcia. And I'm taking Rafa Garcia minus 265. I think that's a uh, that's easy money for him. Clay Guida is a is a legend in the sport, but, I mean, he's over the hill. 
And our next bout, we have Pedro Munoz versus Chris Gutierrez. Um, I'm going with the dog in this one. It's a, I think this is a pretty close fight, but I like Pedro Munoz at plus 176. In our third fight of the night, we have at the light heavyweight division, it's Dustin Jacoby versus, oh boy, this one's crazy. Uh, Azamat Mirzakhanov. Hey, you did it better than I would have. Nah, I tried it. I'm going <laughs> with the American here. I'm going with uh, Dustin Jacoby. I've seen him fight quite a few times. He's uh, he's a second time coming around for the UFC, and uh, I cannot wait to see him go back out there and kick some ass. He's a, he, uh, he's a uh, kickboxer, and I think he'll do very well in this fight. And in our co-main event, very underrated uh, co-main event, I think. We have Edson Barbosa versus Billy Quarantillo. I'm going with the American again. America! I'm just kidding. Um, but Billy, Billy Quarantillo, I'm going with that minus 192. He just beat Anthony or uh, uh, Anthony Hernandez a few months back, and he looked absolutely great. So I'm going with Billy Quarantillo. And in our main event, one of my favorite fighters of all time, one of my favorite fight. I will make sure I watch every time this guy fights. Max Blessed Holloway. Versus Arnold Allen, an up-and-coming guy. He's on like a 10-fight win streak. We have this fight as the main event, and I think it's going to be an absolute slobber knocker, banger of a fight. But I'm going with my bias here. I'm going with the slight favorite. We're going with the blessed is the best, Max Holloway. We're going with him at minus 196. And those are Jay's picks, and we're getting back on track, and we're going to make some good uh, some good changes weekend uh everybody yeah if you guys don't follow the facebook page make sure to give a follow to the facebook page as um sometimes we'll post updates for instance last week if you noticed we didn't have an episode uh some scheduling conflicts and uh i was out of town so it just it just didn't work which is fine it was kind of a low week for sports so it wasn't that bad um but uh jay did put out his jay's picks on uh facebook and uh, not that not that he'll do that every week, but there might there might be a chance where where Jay might remind you last minute, like ah, just to let you know these were the picks, guys, just in case. So yep, yep, um, yep. And, and as we get this keep going, we're gonna have all socials hopefully soon here, and uh, we we can forward everything. If we have a low week, we can't we can't get a scheduling date. We can still put out some some Jay's picture. We could put out just some content and thoughts. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's talking titles on Facebook. It's pretty easy. It's the same thing you're listening to. Yep. Um, So then it's time for uh, everyone's uh, probably most nostalgic uh, segment of the podcast, uh, which is garbage and gold where we give our, our best and worst things uh, from either the, the, the regular week or the sports week. Mostly it's sports, but every once in a while, uh, we'll throw in a, a current event garbage that really irks us or a gold that we saw. Um, Jay, what is your garbage and gold for this week? I will start out with my garbage. And my garbage of the week is the Phillies. Um, I'm, I, 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 I'm not going to kill them. I went into that prior. I'm not going to kill them. But they need, they, need, they need to get on the right track. We're, we haven't even played the Mets, the Braves the Dodgers, the Padres, any of these really, like, top-tier teams in the NL. And we're losing to the Reds and Marlins. So, uh, we need to get our uh, shit together, per se, and uh, let's get this thing rolling. Uh, We look like a joke. Um, And I also want to put out um, that 
another honorable mention for garbage for this week for Maine. Is they're giving out runner-up trophy rings for the Phillies. Yeah. Uh, there ain't no runner. Uh, like you're not, you're not, you shouldn't be uh, 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 celebrated for for losing the the game of the year. You know what I mean? So right. I don't even like that. I don't. Th- that's like a, like, oh, here you go, buddy. You feel happy? You fucking came second. Um, don't like that either. But that those are my garbage and my gold is. We just talked about it. Um, Max Holloway is coming back this week. Uh, one of my favorite UFC fighters. Every time he's on the screen, I got to watch it. He's got the interview skills of an absolute savage. He fights like a savage. He is the best boxer in the UFC, and it's not even close to my opinion. He is one of my favorites to watch, and I get to see Max Holloway this weekend. I can't wait. There you go. There you go. Um, for me, uh, I'm going to start with my gold just because um, it fits the color scheme. Uh, we don't talk about hockey often on this channel, but uh, my gold are my Boston Bruins scoring the most goals in a single season in NHL history. They have 133 points this season, which is just absolutely nutty. That just – it doesn't happen. It's – it's crazy how um how 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 these guys have gone out and and just manhandled every team they've come across and put them in put themselves in a position to get the most points possible um and now they're just they're going for that cup and i really hope uh they get it um these guys are fun to watch um another another milestone uh this year um, one of one of our one of our best players, our goalie Linus Ulmark. I just love that name, Ulmark. Um, he has uh, 40 wins, um, and he's tied for most wins in a single season by a goalie in Bruins history. So that's that's a little that's a little local history, um, but it's just it's so cool uh, to see to see the these guys uh, band together and uh, and get 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 these wins. Uh, they just won tonight, five four. Um, and uh, finished out the season on top. Uh, so that's exciting. I'm excited for some playoff hockey because there's nothing there's nothing cooler to me uh, than playoff hockey. Um, the 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 garbage for the week um, for me uh, is 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 weird because uh, they won while I was at the stadium. My garbage for me is the Yankees today uh, because getting shellacked by the Twins, um, eleven to two, is inexcusable. The Twins are a good team this year, yada, yada, yada. But it's it's a team filled with former Yankees, former Astros, and former Red Sox. I can't think of a more deplorable team uh, than the Astros and the Red Sox. But <laughs> but the, 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 the Twins are a, are a team filled with, with ex, ex-members of teams I detest or I love, but that's why I don't like you anymore because you're, you're gone. So, um, so I, I, you can't lose to those guys. I, I don't like the Twins. Um, and, and I, the Yankees always have their number. So to get manhandled by them is upsetting. Um, but yeah, uh, another amazing episode. I appreciate you staying up late, my friend, to finish this out. Yeah. Yeah. And I, just, you talked about hockey for a second. Let me just throw out it's Dude. the first time in 16 years that the Penguins and the, the Capitals will not make the playoffs. Wow. So we will not see Sir Crosby or Ovechkin. Also, also, also on that note of um, making the playoffs, this is the first time in NBA history that all four California teams have made the playoffs. 
It's like Fun Fact Friday. <laughs> that's when this will come out. So fun, there fun you go. Fact, it works. Fun Fact Friday. It will be Friday when this comes out. So. So, no, I mean, I, I I don't mind it, man. I'm happy we got to finally talk sports again. It, it sucked not talking for a week. And uh, <laughs> we, we are going to get this figured out, and we'll get this on track. Yes, sir. As always, this is another episode of Talking Titles. I'm Noah. And I'm Jason. Uh, we will try to get, uh, I, as always, uh, the podcast will, will drop uh, Friday morning uh, in the Eastern uh, time zone. Uh, but uh, we will this weekend. I, I know I've said it every week, and I've just been lazy, and I forgot. But uh, tomorrow, if I have time, if not, then I will do it this weekend. We will start up an Instagram, and I'm going to start up a Twitter and a TikTok. So make sure you guys um, uh, look for all those pages because we will get those up and running and, and get some more get some more short sports content in a, in a shorter format out to you guys. Exactly, and, and they will always be at Talking Titles for the main part. So yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but everyone, everyone, have a good week. Have a good week. Yes, sir.